Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. On May 4th, 1970, hundreds of students were protesting the Vietnam War at Kent State University. The National Guard tried to disperse the crowd, but were met with resistance. Things escalated, and four students were shot and killed. This was rightfully memorialized as an overreach of power, but things have since changed in America. On January 6th, 2021, during perhaps the biggest peaceful protest of American history, the FBI instigated violence. Things escalated, and four people died including Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed Air Force veteran who was executed for climbing through a window. There were no rock anthems composed to memorialize her death. Instead, her killer was celebrated on TV. The almighty self-righteous liberal now celebrates tyranny. And after pretending that violent mobs burning down cities for an entire summer is peaceful, They pretend that the American patriots at the Capitol on January 6th are terrorists. And they pretend that the violent masked group Antifa does not exist. Antifa has been used regularly to silence, intimidate, and violently attack peaceful protesters, including women, children, and the elderly. And because the police have proven to be nothing but tyrants, allowing all this to happen, A group of patriotic Americans known as the Proud Boys did the right thing and attempted to protect and defend their fellow man from a criminal government, including Army veteran Joe Biggs. People always ask, why do we come? Um, My question is, why don't more people come here? Um, Riots, uh, assaulting police officers, killing people, executing people. Because the police have done nothing while innocent lives have been taken by government proxy groups, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the Proud Boys stood up to exercise our God-given right under natural law, self-defense. And because the brainwashed masses have fallen into complete submission to the corrupt system, a new precedent is now being set that will forever change this country, strip us of our First Amendment, and further enslave us all. Joe Biggs, along with four other members of the Proud Boys, are now being tried for sedition and face up to 20 years in prison. Court reporter Alicia Powell was there to witness the lead prosecutor accusing the defense of being racist, and nearly every potential jury member has rallied for Black Lives Matter and supports Antifa. A former CIA operative has also been qualified for the jury. These political prisoners have been rotting in an American gulag for a year. Some are being starved and drugged, and our so-called leadership does absolutely nothing. The trial is set for next week. 
The current state of justice in America is a complete abomination, a system comprised of criminals and whores. May God bless America, because we need a miracle. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Absolutely brilliant reporting, as always, from the one and only Greg Reese. Share that video at band.video, January 6th, political prisoners and the inversion of justice in America. I talked about this yesterday on the Sunday night show, but I had been preparing to do a whole report comparing January 6th to Kent State. Somebody had even tweeted out about it. And I asked Greg Reese, did you, see, did you see that tweet? Is that what inspired you? He said, no, we're just, we're just thinking along the same lines here. Pretty amazing stuff. So thank you, Greg Reese, for uh, saving me the trouble. I don't have to do it anymore because Greg Reese did. You can share that link again at band.video. We rely on you for getting this information out there. We'll be back on the other side with your daily dispatch. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's the American Journal, InfoWars.com. Monday, January 9th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Okay, three, two, one, it's down. Just more to talk about today than we could ever possibly cover in one show, but we're going to do our best. We're going to try to... Jam pack as much in here as humanly possible. You know, I always have stories left over. There's always things that I'm not able to get to. There's always an overabundance of stories to cover on any daily basis. Sometimes I think, man, if only we didn't have commercial breaks, you know? Just take those couple minutes, every couple minutes, you know, maybe that's what it. And then I do the Sunday show where there are no commercial breaks and I still can't get through everything. So I don't think I can blame it on anything other than just the. Just sheer scale and force at which we are constantly bombarded with absurdity that we we just have to address, and address it we will. So we'll get into a lot today. Over 80 videos I put in uh, the folder today. The crew may have thought there were a lot of videos for the show today, but that was just a small fraction of the total number I downloaded over the weekend. It was a big weekend, you guys. It was a big weekend. So we have a lot of videos to go to, and we'll go to as many of those as possible, including a plethora of videos coming out of Brazil as they engage in January 6th, 2.0. January 6th, 2, Portuguese boogaloo. We'll get into that as well and uh, break down what we think is going on and the truly absurd nature of the reaction in America to what's happening down there in Brazil. The reaction alone tells us more about the event and uh, the event itself, as is often the case these days. So let's get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 9th of January, 2023. Lula vows to punish thousands of Bolsonaro supporters who stormed presidential palace and Congress. This comes amid weeks of mass protests in the country over suspicious ele- over a suspicious election outcome that saw criminal Lula installed back into power. 
As of yesterday evening, this was the latest uh, update, Luis Ignacio Lula de Silva has declared a federal intervention in a televised statement, vowing to punish the Bolsonaro supporters for storming the presidential palace and National Congress, saying there is, quote, no precedent in the history of our country for these protests. Police and helicopters dropped tear gas onto the crowds to quell the uprising. Brazilian security forces have regained control of the Planalto Palace, National Congress, and the Supreme Court building, and mass arrests of rioters has begun. Supporters have ousted President uh, Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro surrounded the Plantalo Plantalto Palace on Sunday in protest of socialist Luiz Ignacio Lula de Silva retaking power. Footage shows Bolsonaro supporters breaking into and vandalizing parts of the Planalto Palace, the f- official workplace of the country's president, essentially there, uh, equivalent to the White House. And you can see the scale of this is honestly breathtaking. It is absolutely wild. The video is very reminiscent of January 6th, and it begs the question, was this January 6th 2.0? Was this a peaceful protest that got a little bit out of hand? Is it an insurrection, or does that only happen when, like, Congress is in session? Remember the the bad part about January, the part they keep saying is threatened the entire existence of the United States was the fact that it was interrupting the sacred process of our lovely and incorruptible democracy. But that was because they were meeting on January 6th. If the same thing had happened on January 7th, would it still be an insurrection? The point is it doesn't matter because they throw labels that are convenient regardless of their accuracy. But the other question is, is that what this is? Is this just a mass uprising of infuriated Brazilians demanding accountability and response to their claims of uh, fraud in the election? Or or is this truly an export from the deep state? Did they see how well January 6th worked here in creating the narrative of domestic terror so that they could systematically root out dissident people in this country? And did the deep state here help to inspire a similar event in Brazil – to crack down on patriots in that country. We'll look for an answer to that question later in the show. Meanwhile, this story at Infowars.com. Smoking gun, COVID infection rates higher amongst vaccinated, COVID data, uh, Australian data reveals. I'm, I'm just, <clears throat> just going to read that again in case you missed it. COVID infection rates higher amongst vaccinated, Australian data reveals. So this weekend was not a great weekend for the COVID narrative took some some pretty massive body blows this weekend so yeah we'll get into this a little bit later comparatively unvaccinated virtually achieved zero covid data from new south wales ministry of health shows people who received between one and four covid jabs make up a majority of covid infections while rates amongst the unvaccinated remained relatively low data out of new south wales australia shows wow fascinating what a what a what a bizarre outcome what a sh- what a strange outcome. It's like an announcement of um, the fire department being like, you know, maybe we'll go back to shooting water. This whole shooting gasoline at the fire thing isn't working out. Yeah, maybe you should do that. Maybe you should. Maybe when your solution only makes the problem worse, you should you should rethink things. They're not rethinking anything, folks. They're doubling down on their insistence that the jab be enforced by law. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Meanwhile, speaking of vaccines, USDA approves first vaccine for honeybees. Oh, hooray. 
Oh, good. Oh, I'm sure this will go extremely well. <laughs> Dallin Animal Health's vaccine for American fowl brood and aggressive, uh, an aggressive bacterial disease is the first for any insect in the United States. Before you start imagining a tiny syringe being inserted into a bee, the vaccine, which contains dead versions of the bacterium larvae, comes in the form of food. The vaccine is incorporated into royal jelly, a sugar feed given to queen bees. Once they ingest it, the vaccine is then deposited in their ovaries, giving developed, uh, developing larvae larva immunity as they hatch. Well, you know, if, if the last two years has taught me anything, it's that wild-eyed experimentation by scientists and the very foundations of the existence of the natural world is a good thing. I think they should do more of it. I think we should do more to scientifically alter the consistency of bees' ovaries and just see what happens. Why not, right? More stories on that later. China is already experimenting with real-world you know, applications in the form of uh, mosquitoes who spread vaccines to unwilling and unwitting people. So the insect world being simultaneously experimented on and weaponized against human humanity. So very um, – I don't even know if there's a word for it. It, it's biblical. It's biblical what's happening when the, when, the, when the poison gets spread not just to humans but the animals and the bees as well when they are attacking nature itself for their perverted gains. It's, uh, it's biblical in nature. Moving on. Hundreds of illegal immigrants cheer the president while his motorcade thunders past fence. As President Joe Biden has finally found a crowd that will cheer him. Uh, sick of traveling around the country only to be booed and cursed at and shouted down and spit at. Uh, he's finally found a group of people who will actually cheer his motorcade. In this case, it's foreigners who he is helping to subvert American laws before they even get into the country. Amazing stuff, isn't it? President Joe Biden came closer than ever uh, than he ever realized to hundreds of illegal migrants who had just set foot on American soil during his border trip on Sunday. As his presidential motorcade sped along closed roads from one carefully staged managed facility visit to another, he came within a few dozen feet of migrants lining up on the wrong side of the border fence. They sent up a cheer as Biden's convoy raced past them even though he would almost certainly have been oblivious to their presence. He also probably just would have assumed they were chanting F Joe Biden or uh, let's go Brandon. He's, he's not used to people chanting things at him that aren't curse words. So it must've been confusing for him also because they were probably doing so in Spanish. Again, we'll get into this. Alex compared it yesterday to P- Potemkin villages, which is exactly what was going on here. They clean up the mess and then parade Biden through it. So it looks like the disaster he's created doesn't actually exist. Finally, we have this. Old Dominion basketball player clutches chest and collapses mid-games. Oh, but we're not done yet. Victoria Lee, rising MMA star, dies at 18. More collapsing, more heart explosions, tragedy on a scale humanity is unprepared for. More on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down-and-out sleep support liquid is very fast-acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin, passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper, cleaner, 
healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So down and out, sold out for more than five months. It's now back available at InfoWarsStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar with down and out sleep support at InfoWarsStore. I've taken a lot of supplements over the years, since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 Testosterone Boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The American Journal. We had a great debate yesterday between Austin Peterson and Tyler Nixon about JFK. I've been getting a lot of uh, positive response from that. So thank you to everybody who tuned in. We have a lot to cover today. Tons of videos to show you. Of course, you can always go to offlimits.news or my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. If you sign up as a paid member, you get access to the Video Vault, and we have over 80 videos there today. I'm not going to be able to get to even a moderate fraction of them today so i encourage you to go uh, check them out and download them for yourself let's get into immigration first as over the weekend joe biden went to el paso and saw a a staged managed potemkin village version of the migrant crisis That's how Alex explained it yesterday, the the Potemkin Village on the Sunday night show. And I have to agree. In other words, he went and was showed a, a, again, a stage manage facsimile of what's actually going on, not the reality of what's going on. So I don't know how you're supposed to, I don't know what this visit to the border is supposed to do other than provide the you know, stage-managed aesthetics for the mainstream media to uh, run with. There's Joe Biden literally running away from reporters. He's he's going as fast as he can, God bless him. <laughs> brittle, but I can hear his bones creaking from here. He's so fit. Doesn't even salute the Marine. There it is. Yes, yeah, so that's him running, literally running away from local reporters there in El Paso. 
couple stories on this. Local El Paso reporter confirms police were arresting people at the border in advance of Biden's drive-by visit. Joe Biden on Sunday traveled to El Paso, Texas in his first ever visit to the southern border. El Paso officials rushed to clear out migrant camps ahead of Joe Biden's visit. And you can see there are tons of videos passing around the Internet right now, such as this one from Fox News, where they show on Wednesday a street literally covered in blankets and trash and presumably human beings and tents and bags and just all sorts of stuff, evidence of the full-scale invasion currently taking place. And then cut to Thursday, and the street is perfectly clean and clear, and it's great, and nothing's going on here. And again, we're reminded of just like the Haitian event with all of the Haitians there. It's only a crisis because they choose for it to be a a crisis. America is still incredibly capable at taking care of problems if we just want to do so. If we just feel like stopping people from crossing the border, people wouldn't be able to cross the border. If we want to clean up the streets, they would be clean. These are choices being made to demoralize and destroy our country from the inside out. It's a choice they're making. Police have arrested people here maybe for paraphernalia, those types of arrests, the reporter said. One woman did tell us, yes, she's seen city employees out here cleaning the area in preparation for President Biden's visit. But it's just a a photo op. Again, we covered the story in the Daily Dispatch. But hundreds of illegal immigrants cheer the president while his motorcade thunders past fence. I don't know if there's a more more accurate portrayal of just the the modern American political landscape. Here's Joe Biden, who can't go anywhere without being cursed at, yelled at, insulted, mocked. Any American street he goes, any stadium he goes into, you know, they introduced Joe Biden to a sports game the other day and, excuse me, just with a round of booze, Joe Biden probably can't go anywhere without hearing Let's Go Brandon and FJB. But he does get a cheer from the illegal immigrants, from the migrants that he's invited. As he goes to the border to observe a falsified portrayal of the border crisis that he's invented in order to pretend that he's doing something to protect the border that he himself has opened wide and to be cheered by the migrants that he and his administration have not just invited but actually helped to facilitate their transition into America. It's the purposeful destruction of this nation on full display this weekend. President uh, Joe Biden came closer than he ever realized to hundreds of illegal migrants who just set foot on American soil during his border trip on Sunday as his presidential motorcade sped along closed roads from one carefully staged managed facility visit to another. He came within a few dozen feet of migrants lining up on the wrong side of the border fence. They sent up a cheer as Biden's convoy raced past them. Uh, passed above them, even though he would have almost certainly been oblivious to their presence. It marked an ironic twist to a whistle-stop tour of border facilities in El Paso, where the president was kept well away from the streets where he might be able to see migrants at large in the city. The The episode echoes Republican criticism that the visit was little more than a photo op at the border, and it comes amid claims that El Paso, the epicenter of the migrant surge last month, had been cleaned up before Biden's visit. And it's not just claims. There's photo evidence of this type of thing. Uh, here's another if we want to go to my screen. Uh, before and after, after, say El Paso all cleaned up. 
And you can see just again multiple examples of the yeah the before and after the before Joe Biden's visit trash filth migrants crime and then during his visit looks all nice and clean and then you know come tomorrow it'll be back to the way it was before and the wider American public will be none the wiser Border Patrol Union rips Biden's border visit says El Paso was cleaned up just in time. The Border Patrol Union is slamming President Biden's trip to El Paso, Texas on Sunday amid reports that state and local authorities have ramped up detentions and cleaned up much of the migrant encampments of the area ahead of the visit. Again, just goes to show you, none of this is necessary. None of this is necessary. See, keeping your streets full of filth and trash and just having you live in a world that's ugly and not taken care of and lawless – is purposeful, just like having it cleaned up for Joe Biden is purposeful. See, in one way, you're kept demoralized and hopeless and, you know, have trouble dreaming of anything bigger when it looks like we can hardly, you know, put one foot in front of another as it is. So it's useful to have the streets you know, filled with trash and illegal immigrants and crime. Uh, but then when they need to portray themselves as being the authorities with absolute power and using it wisely, then they clean up those streets and get the image that gives them the outcome that they want. All of this is on purpose. It's all psychological, and it's all readily evident if you pay attention. AP News has the story. Biden inspects U.S.-Mexico border in face of GOP criticism. Yes, that GOP criticism. That unwarranted, baseless claims that, like, we should have a border and our country should not just allow anybody in all the time. That maybe welcoming and absorbing millions upon millions of foreigners into our country should be something we should maybe talk about first and figure out if it's something that we want to do or something that is being forced upon us. It's just absurd. Of course, we're not the only ones experiencing it. Ireland also experiencing a full-scale invasion. But they deserve it, right, because of all of their uh, imperialistic past. It's their comeuppance for all the colonization they did. Ireland. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I gotta tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now. But it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max. It's Pain MD, And it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. Yield it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the InfoWar. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to open up the phone lines for your calls in the second and third hour today. We're going to cover what's going on in Brazil now. Sort of take ourselves through this uh, with the timeline. We have a lot of video of this, and we can just sort of play some as uh, B-roll here as we talk about it. It is extremely reminiscent of January 6th, in, uh, in the imagery at least. Story from CNN. Bolsonaro supporters break into Brazilian Congress and presidential palace. Brazilian President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva on Sunday pledged to punish hundreds of supporters of the country's former leader, Jair Bolsonaro, after they stormed major government buildings, smashing windows and using furniture to form barricades against security forces. In a news conference, Lula da Silva described events in the capital of Brasilia as barbaric and said a lack of security had followed Bolsonaro's fascist supporters to breach barriers set up by the armed forces outside the congressional building. The Supreme Court in the uh, Plantal- Planalto Presidential Palace, Those who uh, these people are everything that is abominable in politics, he said. Deplorable, he might call them. He said, adding that the people who did this will be found and punished. So yeah, literally January 6th, 2.0. The question is whether this also was orchestrated by the security forces themselves in order to justify a crackdown on patriots and you know dissident citizens across the country. Uh, footage Sunday showed massive crowds in Brasilia walking up a ramp to the congressional building where they'd reached the green room located outside the lower house of Congress's chamber. Interim State President uh, Vital de Rogo told CNN Brazil. Other outlets showed Bolsonaro supporters entering the Supreme Court and the presidential palace where CNN Brazil showed the arrival of anti-riot police and the Brazilian armed forces. The floor of the Congress building was flooded after the sprinkler system activated when the protesters attempted to set fire to the carpet, according to CNN Brazil. Additional video shows protesters inside the building taking gifts received from international delegations and destroying artwork. Oh, so it was worse than January 6th. I mean, that never happened on January 6th. You just had polite people walking through the Capitol uh, stealing the, the lectern. The update from InfoWars says Lula vows to punish thousands of Bolsonaro supporters who stormed a presidential palace in Congress. So, yes, just like January 6th, they are using this singular example of mass protest and you know, mass demonstration to criminalize the opposition party. It worked so well here in America. Why wouldn't we export that to Brazil? Bolsonaro responds to Brazil riot charges. That's the newest story from InfoWars. Former president said that peaceful demonstrations are part of democracy. Former Brazilian leader Jair Bolsonaro has denied any responsibility for the unrest that unfolded in the capital of Brasilia on Sunday after President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva accused his right-wing predecessor of filling the heads of his supporters with extremism. What do you do? Tell him to go peacefully protest? Again, it it's like deja vu. It's like we're living. It's like Groundhog Day. It's like we have to live through all of this all over again. It's just annoying. Bolsonaro tweeted on Sunday evening: "Peaceful demonstrations in the form of the law are part of democracy. However, depredations and invasions of public buildings, as occurred today, as well as those practiced by the left in 2013 and 2017, escape the rule." <laughs> Pretty good response. She's being like, yeah, it's not good this year. It wasn't good when you guys did it in 2013 or 2017. So we're all on the same page here, right? 
No, no. See, you should have learned your lesson. When they did it in 2013, 2017, you should have used that demonstration as an excuse to crack down on their very ideology, to censor their proponents and round up their dissidents to throw them into prison. Maybe that should have been the lesson. He says, I repudiate the accusations without evidence attributed to me by the current head of executive of the executive of Brazil, Bolsonaro added, without mentioning Lula by name. The former leader left to Brazil several days after the traditional swearing-in ceremony on January 1st rather than legitimize the left's win by attending. Uh, Lula calls oh, – that's incredible. He calls Bolsonaro this genocidist. He says this genocidist is encouraging this via social media from Miami. So again, you just you just have to understand you can't play fair with these people. Just so you know. Just so you're aware. It doesn't matter if you give a speech or not. It doesn't matter if you encourage the riot or not. It doesn't matter if you commit violence or not. What matters is what's useful to them. It's the, it's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing they care about because trump gave a speech well it was that speech that inspired everybody if he hadn't given the speech on january 6th he still would have been blamed for you think he would have gotten away with january 6th and had it not be framed on him regardless like it doesn't matter none of the evidence matters it doesn't matter if they actually are telling their supporters to do violence or if just the natural legitimate outrage of the people expresses itself in this way they'll be blamed for it whatever leadership they want to pin this on in order to neuter politically they'll do it it doesn't matter they call they're calling Yair Bolsonaro a genocidist accusing him of genocide why because while he was in a different country thousands of his supporters uh lit the carpet on fire so clearly genocide obviously right Brazilian government retakes buildings from pro-Bolsonaro protesters. The situation drew comparisons to the January 6th riots at the U.S. Capitol. Supporters of the former president, Jair Bolsonaro, who refused to accept uh, his defeat, stormed Congress. Thousands of demonstrators bypassed security barricades. And again, it's, it was exactly the same. You can see the – if we can play the um, just massive, massive crowd walking down the street, you can actually see the crowd being led by the police, being flanked by the police. Apparently being encouraged by the police. Just an endless sea of demonstrators. A massive, unrelenting crowd. And the police that are guiding them and helping to uh, direct this event was apparently insufficient for preventing that number of people from doing whatever the hell they want. Hey, kind of like January 6th. Hey, look, it was a protest, a massive, huge million-person protest that they knew was coming, that they could have prepared for, but they didn't. They put a couple cops outside, unlocked the doors, sat back, and let the mice eat the cheese, right? Let the trap come down. Thousands of demonstrators bypassed security barricades, climbed on roofs, smashed windows, and invaded all three buildings, which were believed to be largely vacant on the weekend. Some of the demonstrators called for military intervention to either restore the far-right Bolsonaro to power or oust Lula from the presidency. Hours went by before control of the building, uh, buildings on Brasilia's vast three-power square was established with hundreds of, hundreds of participants arrested. In a news conference from Sao Paulo State, Lula accused Bolsonaro of encouraging the uprising by those he termed fascist fanatics. And he read a freshly signed decree from the federal government to take control of security in the federal district. Yeah, so the, the burning of the Reichstag 
we have a new one now. Yes, those darn those darn fascist fanatics. I know what'll I know what'll solve things if I take over the security apparatus and arrest them for their thoughts. Oh yeah, there's also a new Q shaman. Jaguar Q shaman. It's like when you in the Q shaman fighting game, you can unlock this uh, costume at a certain level. Time is a flat circle, folks. Again, really seems like a like a setup. Eric Swalwell has, as always, the worst read of this situation, just an absolute joke of a take. Uh, He says this violent attack on Brazil's government was the first export of Kevin McCarthy's insurrection party. A couple things to note here, right? Oh, Kevin McCarthy, you thought you could avoid blame by calling your fellow Americans terrorists and blaming January 6th on Trump, thinking that that would buy you some goodwill with these despicable evil psychopaths that you're trying to court? No, no, no. It's your fault too now. No, you're also an insurrectionist apparently. Just one thing to note, but it may be more true than you might think. Eric Swalwell saying this. This very well could have been an export of America, not from the Kevin McCarthy insurrection party. How you even fathom that is beyond my kin, right? How you sit there and watch a protest go on in Brazil and go, this is the fault of Trump. We should arrest Trump for this. Well, are we going to have a January 8th committee now where they're blaming Trump for Brazil having an uprising? But maybe we did export this through the deep state. Good news and some bad news on multiple fronts. The good news is vitamin mineral fusion and DNA Force Plus are still 50% off. The bad news is they're very close to selling out. And by Monday of next week, and I'm cutting this ad on January 5th, 2023, we're going to have to go back to full price. Then about a week after that, they'll be sold out. So that's good news. You can still get the products. It's bad news because they're about to be sold out. Because they're also some of our best-selling products. When we don't have them, we can't fund the operation. So it is a real conundrum, but that's just where we're at. I want to thank all the listeners for your ongoing support. But if you want vitamin fusion, it's so incredible for your immune system and your whole body. And DNA Force Plus that helps your telomeres last longer and cleans out your mitochondria and so much more. You can get them both exclusively. Top-of-the-line supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Still 50% off until this coming Monday. They're going to be sold out for months and months. Thanks for all your support. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
still to come in today's program. We are going to be showing you quite a few videos as well as discussing quite a few articles about COVID-19. Weekend, not a good, not a good weekend for the COVID-19 narrative. Now the pushers of that narrative are on their back foot and they are running out of room to retreat. It's pretty incredible. We'll also be talking about some quietly horrifying updates with China. And we'll get into uh, the saber rattling going on that you're not hearing too much about, but we'll get into. And we'll talk about how the Ukraine war relates to that, uh, relates to that as well. In this segment, I'm going to go to a couple videos about censorship and politics. We're also going to watch an illegal video today. Yes, we're going to show you a video for which the UK police will want to question you for sharing. So we encourage you to share it. We'll play that in just a little bit. In the meantime, let me remind you that the way you support InfoWars is through InfoWarsStore.com. We make it so easy for you to support this singular outlet for free speech, the last uncensored show in the world. By giving you fantastic products to buy, we don't just you know, beg for your money or demand that you pay for this information. The information is free because we want to get it out there, and please do share the links. But when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you're going to find some incredibly powerful supplements such as Vitamin Mineral Fusion, which is still 50% off as I understand it, but that sale is ending today. So you only may have a few minutes left to go to InfoWarsStore.com and take advantage of 50% off Vitamin Mineral Fusion. Stock up now. Before it's too late, that sale is ending at some point today. Could be in an hour, could be in a couple hours, but don't waste any time. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com to get Vitamin Mineral Fusion for 50% off. Also, back in stock, Liquid Down and Out Sleep Support Formula. That's 40% off right now and is one of my favorite products. I always have trouble sleeping, always have, and Down and Out has been really effective for me. And I like the fact that it's in a liquid version so you can really tailor how much you want to take to your situation with the with the dropper you can if you just need half a dose you can take half a dose if you need two doses then there's something wrong with you because one dose is extremely powerful take it as directed but you can always uh you know change it up a little bit to to fit your particular needs and it is incredibly powerful you will go down and out with down and out infowarsstore.com 40 percent off right now help get the sleep that you so desperately need now let's go to clip number three here. This is a video that was uh, reposted over the weekend uh, by somebody on Twitter, but it's a video that I know we've played many, many times here on InfoWars and talked about many times as well. But I'm glad that, you know, sometimes we just sort of, um, you know, take a moment like this. It's it's the beauty of Twitter or social media, I guess, that it's not just the new newest stories that, trend every once in a while but there's so many accounts that go back into the archives and pull up these videos that just get lost in the overabundance of stories that we have the the number of video clips that we could play on a continual basis it's nice to go back every once in a while and pick out some highlights and look at how things have changed from then till now let's go to clip number three here's a video from all the way back in the bush administration where Bush is confronted about the new government program to lie to the American people. Let's watch. Mr. President, earlier this year you told us you had ordered your administration to cease and desist on payments to journalists 
to promote your agenda, you cited the need for uh, ethical concerns and the need for a bright line between the press and the government. Your administration continues to make the use of video news releases, which are prepackaged news stories sent to television stations, fully aware that some or many of these stations will air them without any disclaimer that they are produced by the government. Controller General of the United States this week said that raises ethical questions. Does it raise ethical questions about the use of government money to produce stories about the government that wind up being aired with no disclosure that they were produced by the government? Uh, there, there is a Justice Department opinion that says these um, these pieces are within the law so long as they're based upon facts, not advocacy. And I expect our agencies to adhere to that ruling, to that Justice Department opinion. Uh, this has been a long-standing practice of the federal government to use uh, these uh, types of videos. The Agricultural Department, as I understand, has been using these videos for a long period of time. The Defense Department, other departments have been doing so. It's important that, the, that they be based upon the guidelines set out by uh, the Justice Department. Now, I also I think it'd be helpful if local stations then disclose to their viewers if that's you know that this was based upon a factual report and they chose to use it. But evidently, in some cases, that's not the case. So anyway, to guarantee that's happening by including that language in the prepackaged report. Yeah, I don't, you know, look, I mean, oh, you mean a disclosure? I'm George W. Bush, and I... Well, some way to make sure it couldn't air without the disclosure that you believe is so vital. Uh, you know, Ken, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a procedure that we're going to follow, and the local stations ought to, if there's a deep concern about that, ought to tell their viewers what they're watching. Do you see what's going on? All right, yeah, we can take since it down. Then, since then. It's uh, pretty amazing, isn't it? She's like, well, don't worry, uh, because we wrote a rule that says we're allowed to do this. So, you know, as long as we follow the rule that we wrote that says we're allowed to do this, then then we're allowed to do this. So hope that clears things up for you. Again, things haven't changed. In fact, it's only gotten worse with the repeal of the Smith-Munt Act by Obama. It's just direct propagandistic control of the media by the permanent bureaucratic class in Washington. Is it any wonder? We are in such a chaos of lies and disinformation. But the leftists, the liberals, the Democrats, they'll tell you how much they care about the First Amendment. They understand the importance of a distinct separation between the government and media outlets as well as big tech. Far be it from them. They would never suggest a destruction of the First Amendment. Of course, what they actually do is in complete contradiction to what they say. See, what they say is a lie because what they're doing is exactly that. What they're doing is using the power of the government to silence their critics and destroy the influence of dissident voices in America. You know, kind of like a tyrant, kind of like what despotism is. It's kind of like that what they're doing, but it's despotism wrapped in a cloak of lies, wrapped in a cloak of uh, benevolent – words that they use to tell you that they're not muzzling you as they strap the muzzle on your face. I don't know. I guess it's up to you. I guess it's up to the American people to determine whether we believe what they say or what they do. If you're being told I'm not muzzling you, but you can feel a muzzle being put around your mouth, I wonder which you believe. <laughs> right? I'm not I'm not muzzled. He said I'm not muzzled. It's like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you through your muzzle, sir. So 
what they say versus what they do are pretty vastly different. But the reason that they say that they're not doing these things, the reason that they continually claim to be supporting the constitution and being in favor of free speech is because they understand that what they're doing is bad. What they're doing is evil. If they were actually convinced that what they were doing was good, they would be upfront about it. But they're dishonest because they understand that if the American people were to be told forthrightly up front what the Democrat Party is engaged in, it would be an obvious and devastating violation of the First Amendment, the very foundation of this country. So they have to conceal their actions in a fog of misinformation. Let's go now to clip number six, where we watch Ted Lieu's career be ended by a TikTok video in under 60 seconds. The notion that social media is somehow censoring conservative folks is ridiculous. Twitter's contact with the FBI was we constant and pervasive. tell Facebook what content to filter. The government can't, right? Correct. That would just be flat out unconstitutional, right? Yes, sir. Oh, look, it's them doing exactly well, I've that. I've seen places that regulate content on the Internet and in the media. North Korea, <gasps> Russia, oh my God. Iran. Oh, no. We don't want to be like that. No. Why are we having a hearing about regulating content? It's unconstitutional to begin with. Because you guys are doing that. What makes America great is we get to say stuff and not have the government intervene. Wow. Oh, so, so powerful. Oh, look, do- documents proving you, you that you do exactly that. Again, I agree with him. I agree with what he said. Everything he said, 100%. He's right. He's absolutely right. He's just a, a liar. He's just a big, fat liar. It's not that complicated, actually. I mean, I I just, again, I don't know how to get this through to people. I don't know if there's anything we can say to convince people of what's going on. I I guess they're just convinced by this rhetoric. It's like if this guy who's, you know, being arranged now for the the murder of those four college students in Idaho just got up and gave a speech about how murder is wrong. Murder is so bad. Stabbing people to death is horrific. And everybody's like, wow, he's so right. He's so good innocent he's innocent not guilty i vote not guilty because he said murder's bad even though he killed those four people i want you to remember two words Infowars platinum in the history of Infowars supplements and they're amazing this is hands down the most powerful game-changing products we've ever offered to the public now all three of these are private labels of three national bestsellers put out by a pharmaceutical company that also makes high-end supplements and the owner's a listener and a supporter. So they're giving them to us at 40% off what they're sold on stores, over 20% off what they're sold online under the InfoWars Platinum brand name. These are incredible. Pain MD, HGH Max Boost, and of course, 1776 Testosterone Boost. Read about them at InfoWarsStore.com, learn about them, and then try them out for yourself. And I know you will be a repeat customer, which is awesome. It'll empower your life. Make your life more amazing, and it will keep us on the air. A 360 win. InfoWars Platinum, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll take your phone calls this hour. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. 
talk about the Great Reset in this hour. We'll show you a an illegal video, a video so objectionable it is actually the subject of criminal investigation in the UK. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Just a, a lot of ridiculous nonsense to get through today, including. And I was going to cover this here in this first five, but I, I think we'll dedicate the time it requires to uh, to this. A Harvard professor's book asks, what if the January 6th attack had succeeded? Yes, folks, they're just going full fantasy on January 6th, just completely abandoning the reality of what happened in favor of some made-up dystopian world that they helped prevent by the brave actions of the Capitol Police. It's... It really is a trip into the into the mind of these freaky idiots. But uh, before we do that, let's continue with our coverage of, you know, the massive censorship that's been uncovered in the last year, coordinated, organized by the deep state, the FBI, Democrat politicians, the COVID regime. We've seen... Story after story, whistleblower after whistleblower, document dump after document dump, showing evidence of the government of this country going into big tech and censoring anybody who disagrees with them and on whatever basis they want. Well, it's to stop hate. It's, to, it's because of COVID. It's a medical emergency. It's because climate change is settled science. It's because whatever reason they need to silence their dissidents. It's blatant at this point greg price posted this on twitter here's an email from the white house digital director r flattery telling facebook to censor tucker carlson and tommy laren they respond running this down now yes sir yes sir right away sir i will eliminate the dissidents yeah as you wish sir i will silence those criticizing you yes sir sir yes sir for the globo homo empire sir incredible this is completely insane and a total violation of the First Amendment. Indeed, it is. He says, since we've been on the phone, the top post about vaccines today is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work. Yesterday was Tommy Lahren saying she won't take one. This is exactly why I want to know what reduction actually looks like. If reduction means pumping out our most vaccine-hesitant audience with Tucker Carlson saying it doesn't work, then I'm not sure it's reduction. He sounds like a, like a passive-aggressive Darth Vader there. And then the response to this from the person who works in Facebook says, thanks, I saw the same thing when we hung up. Running this down now. I'm on it. Don't worry. I will silence your political enemies. Just give me a a, a vague excuse. Again, it's important to recognize that they claim disinformation can in fact be true. They're censoring people like Tucker Carlson and Tommy Lahren talking bad about the vaccine, not because what they're saying is false, not because the information that they're presenting is in any way untrue. It's because it lessens the likelihood that people will take the vaccine. It's a psychological move that they're making. But perhaps it shouldn't be surprising. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but I guess I'm surprised at how little impact this is having about how we now have unquestionable evidence. We have the documents 
that shows that the government has been involved in a sustained campaign of censorship against its critics. And nothing's being done about it. What's Kevin McCarthy going to do about it? What's anybody going to do about it? Does anybody have a plan to arrest these people and try them for treason? I just came up with one. There it is. That's it. That's the plan. Go do it now, guys. Go do that now. You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we'll be taking your calls this hour. 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539 is the number to call. So have a lot of news to cover here and a lot of videos to get to. We can get into the... Um, We'll we'll get into we're going to get into some COVID stuff here in just a little bit. They're trotting out all the all the old players, Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci, taking to TV once again to say hilarious nonsense about the vaccines. We'll show you those videos in just a little bit. Again, give us a call about any and all topics. One eight seven 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 eight nine two five three nine one eight seven 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 eight nine two five three nine. But I just want to I want to read this with you guys. I just want to talk about it for a little bit. Let's just let's just take a little jaunt, a little trip, a little magic school bus ride into the mind of the leftist. A Harvard professor's book asks, what if the January 6th attack had succeeded? Well, that question presupposes that the January 6th attack was actually an attack with goals beyond the thing that we know was actually behind the protest. What if the January 6th attack had succeeded? It did, for all intents and purposes. What, that, that, what were they trying to achieve? Let's just read it, shall we? <clears throat> An armed militia fires at will to shut down a TV news network in Washington. A Confederate flag hangs behind the statue in the Lincoln Memorial, while a structure once named for Thurgood Marshall now bears the sign Clarence and Ginny Thomas Federal Judicial Building. Oh, oh dear. Oh, no. Just blocks away, passerby, uh, passersby, hold, behold the new statue, President Donald Trump in his second term holding up the Bible. Oh. Oh, God, can you imagine? Oh, the dystopian hellish world of Donald Trump with a Bible. How would we ever survive? Such stark images arrive like visual depth charges for the new illustrated story, co-scripted by a civil rights attorney turned Harvard law professor. The planned four-issue series, 1-6, the graphic novel, imagines what the American landscape would look like if January 6th, 2021, insurrection had succeeded. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, dear. The fantasy. The fantasy will get us. (laughs) Again, they have gone from just making up stories about January 6th, just full-fledged fantasy world. They don't have anything to actually talk about. They don't have anything to actually point to as some sort of existential threat for America. So they have to fantasize about what some attack that never actually occurred would have happened. Like what would have happened if that attack had actually occurred and had actually succeeded. Wow. Amazing. I could write a book like this. (laughs) Be great. 
Wars ended. Economy supercharged. The border closed. The American people more prosperous than they've ever been in history. Elections actually legitimate once again. A world of of unity and progress and prosperity. It would have been amazing. It would have been great. The debut book, which is available digitally Friday and in a physical version later this month, depicts a world that its authors call dystopian speculative fiction, where the U.S. Capitol rioters are prominently celebrated and where the Second Amendment can trump the First Amendment. (laughs) What? What does that even mean? Uh, Yet legal scholar Alan Jenkins says the graphic novel was created as a pop culture bridge to foster conversation, communication, and a call to action. Well, it has done just that. You have succeeded. We are now going to have a conversation about how you people are dangerously incompetent and also you know, dangerously fantastical. We are going to communicate about how you people's vision of what, a, what the Trump presidency would look like is in stark contrast to the one that actually happened. It really is amazing. Like I can just see now the history books 50, 100 years from now that talk about the Trump presidency as if it was this dystopian, hellish world. They'll just make stuff up. They already do, right? It, it may not be that long into the future where instead of talking about a speculative second term, they'll talk about his first term like this. Now, we all lived through his first term. We all know that it was you know the first time in living memory that a president didn't start a war. Right, we remember the unprecedented peace he was able to bring. We remember the unprecedented prosperity that his programs brought us. We remember uh, just how successful his presidency was. But according to these people, it was a hellish nightmare that would have been recreated if only the January 6th attack that didn't actually happen were to have both happened and succeeded. Incredible. It really is I mean, we really are, as a nation, held hostage by these people's schizophrenic fears. Because these people are convinced that the boogeyman lives in their closet. We all have to live in a world that reflects that as if it was reality. Really just incredible stuff. And again, they, they, they always couch it in this uh, frame of, you know, are we just starting a conversation here? You know, we just created this baseless propaganda that portrays our political enemies as a fascist terror that any measure of the government is justified in being used to prevent their taking power. But you know, we just want to make a conversation. We want people to like, consider different viewpoints. The viewpoint we're offering is a uh, hateful caricature of our fellow Americans. So it's just we want to start conversation in that regard. And again, Washington Post has a story on this. CNET has a story on this. It's all over celebrating the brilliance of this just Nazi-style propaganda. It really is incredible. He says, we should be remembering 1-6 the way we remember 9-11, says Jenkins, who was assistant to the Solicitor General at the Justice Department before joining the Harvard facility. Okay. Okay, so this is literally from the Justice Department. Okay, got it, got it, I understand. So the January 6th event that is being used by the Justice Department to round up and imprison hundreds of innocent, peaceful Trump supporters for expressing their First Amendment, that same event is now being cartoonized. It's now being 
turned into propaganda by somebody that worked at the Justice Department in cooperation with, of course, Harvard and the mainstream establishment, media establishment, who's celebrating and, and pushing this book. No, it makes a lot of sense. No, it's all coming together now. I get it. He says, I think they are similarly cataclysmic and life-altering events that, be, that could be considered historically important looking back and looking forward. Jenkins says creating an alternative American history is a way to engage people of varying political views. See, it's about engaging people of varying political views. The political views they're discussing are the good, loving, rainbow-colored, decency people and the fascist, anti-Semitic, insurrectionist, traitors, seditious psychopaths. These are the two views that we want to bring together. Amazing, isn't it? You know, we could write a, a similar book that'd be like, imagine if the insurrection that took place over the entirety of 2020 had succeeded. Imagine if the riots that killed dozens and destroyed billions of dollars worth of homes and businesses would have succeeded in actually defunding the police across the United States. Can you imagine the hellish landscape of skyrocketing violent crime, of unprecedented murder rates, of vicious attacks on a daily basis when people are just trying to live their lives, of bail reform laws that release lifelong criminals back onto the street to violate the safety of innocence all over again. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a world where that purposeful destruction of America was allowed to not just continue, but be rewarded politically, and the people who burned the whole city actually took charge. They tore down statues across the country and replaced them with their own heroes. Yeah, we're living in a dystopian novel, folks. You don't have to imagine. You don't have to close your eyes. You can open them and look around you and see that we are living in the dystopian, hellish fantasy of the Democrats. The real one. Look, it's not hype when you've delivered. And InfoWars has been the tip of spear against tyranny. And when it comes to the products we sell to fund our operation, they're just like our news and information. They are powerful and they change the world. The Real Red Pill Plus is one of our top sellers, but for over two years, it's been sold out because of supply chain breakdowns. It's finally back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, in the limited time we have, I can't get into all the ingredients that are in it, but this sucker is amazing. Look for yourself at how loaded each bottle is, ladies and gentlemen. Every one of these will supercharge your day and everything you do. Just look into the preglanone that we've got that's in this product. Get your Real Red Pill Plus, a proprietary product nobody else has, exclusively back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is as close as the Matrix Red Pill as you're going to get. Red Pill Plus, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. 
but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, I was going to move on from this, but I think I got to stick with it. Again, we'll go out to your phone calls here momentarily. 1 789 2539. 1 789 2539. Still some open lines today. Haven't gotten a lot of callers yet, so call in now and uh, you will get on. 1 789 2539. I don't even know how to like fully encapsulate what, what I'm going to try to talk about here. But I, I gotta, I gotta try to express it because it's uh, it's a major problem. It really just points to the cultish mentality of the left. So the, this story, this January sixth uh, fantasy that they're running with. It says the authors who teamed up with lead artist Will Rosado to render a big brother future of imperiled human rights beneath the skies of omnipresent patrolling drones say they sought to tap the strength of such visions as a type of preventative medicine, saying, quote, a big part of our story is using the power of dystopian fiction to sound the alarm bell and make us all vigilant and focused on what is a real emerging danger in this country. We are, in some sense, even closer to the vulnerability of a successful insurrection now, says Golan. Noting that many election deniers were elected or reelected in last year's midterm. The narrative is often that we dodged a bullet. Maybe, but there are 10 more bullets coming at us. Again, there was no insurrection. It's a ridiculous claim to make that there was an election, uh, uh, an insurrection, or an election for that matter. But again, it's like the question is just where are they getting this from? Like who do they think they're fighting against? And this is this is the theme of of what I'm trying to talk about. Like who do they think we are? Who do they think Donald Trump – like they create Bigfoot. They create a straw man. They create a, a fantasy boogeyman, and then they fight it, and they they weaponize their own you know authority to combat this thing that doesn't exist. What does exist is a bunch of normal people. Literally tens of millions of them, 80 million people voting for Donald Trump. They're your neighbors. They're your bus drivers. They're the people that work at the deli and the grocery store. They're your normal, regular Americans who actually have a lot of them, like us, deep-seated fear about the dystopian, hellish drone surveillance permission to go outside of your neighborhood world that's being brought about by the leftists, by the liberals. 
like this is the this is the crazy this is it really is just it's insane which i guess this is what's so frustrating is we're trying to argue with insane people and you can't like how are you supposed to reason with them Again, a big part of our story is the power of dystopian fiction to sound the alarm bell and make us all vigilant and focused on what the real emerging danger is in this country. Uh, Danger of what? Danger of what? What did Trump do? Honestly, what do these people think Trump did that was so bad? What policies did he implement that would – so again, we're just – we're dealing with in a very real way this wild-eyed fantasy of these conspiracy theorists – who have utterly baseless fears that they then force out and propagate throughout the country so that people think they're justified in the actually dystopian measures that they're taking. It's completely insane. It's just so I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this whole idea, this whole concept, because I saw a video from a youtube channel called uh too lazy to try he does a lot of like comedy stuff he talks about comedy specials and that sort of thing he did a video called the jamie kilstein delusion a cautionary tale so jamie kilstein was this comedian who was became very leftist became like a main twitter account that would you know engage in censorious behavior and and you know mob mentality uh until he himself was suddenly uh, and this was during like the Me Too movement, right? And then suddenly he himself was accused of a Me Too scandal and suddenly it was flipped on him. And he awoke to the reality of what it's like to be on the other side of this attack. And I think it's incredibly illuminating to hear him talk about what it was like to be in the mob, to be in the cult. He was forcibly awakened from it. But, you know, most people don't have that that feeling. But I just want to go to it because I think it really illustrates – the conflict that we're in, which is we're just normal people trying to live our lives, trying to just stop the attack that's against us, and those other people think they're on a holy crusade against Mordor's army that doesn't exist and is completely fabricated. And sometimes, like with Kilstein, they wake up and they go, wait, we were fighting nobody? Wait, we were the bad guys? And it's incredibly interesting. So again, let's start at exactly 24 minutes through this video. It's a YouTube video called The Jamie Kilstein Delusion, but here's Jamie Kilstein on Joe Rogan describing what it was like to be in this cult fighting an imaginary made-up enemy. Cast. A lot changed. I went into hiding. Uh, I went into well, what, hiding. What happened? Because I only got like a peripheral story of like what what went sideways. All right. So, like some people, girls accused you of – Well, yeah. That, yeah, so here's what happened. So – uh, it kind of started where I was a comic uh, for years, and you know, as it got more progressive, um, it, it it got more into that judgmental territory, I guess. Where you know, I feel like I definitely became one of those people who would just be on Twitter all day, and instead of sort of talking about real issues, it just becomes like, who are we mad at that day? Right. Like, who used the wrong word that day? Who can we get fired that day? Yeah. And it's Twitter mob stuff, and it happens on the right, and it happens on the left. Um, yeah, it's no, just it like, doesn't. Hold on. Let's, pa- let's just sad. pause it right there. We'll go back to it. But no, it doesn't. It does. This does not happen on the right. I'm so sick of this just like, well, hey, but both sides engage. No, we don't. We don't do this. People on the right do not wake up every day 
looking for some leftist who stepped out of line or some right winger who stepped out of line in order to destroy their lives over some baseless claims that have no evidence. We don't do that. What is this? I, I Nothing is more infuriating to me than leftists being like, yeah, you know, I was in a mob and I was, you know, every day we'd wake up and we didn't have an ideology. We didn't have any reason. It had nothing to do with politics. We're just in a mindset of destruction, of destroy, of destroy someone's life. Be merciless. Be vindictive. Be violent against a person who's done nothing wrong and may have maybe stepped out of line here or there, but we have no evidence. Doesn't matter. We're a part of this mob. I'm in a cult. I'm a cult member. We're destroying you. But hey, right-wingers do it too. No, we don't. I don't know what that's like to be in that mindset. I don't know what it's like to be a cult member. I don't know what it's like to be so weaponized against my fellow Americans without even knowing why I'm doing it. He doesn't even know why he's doing it. You just wake up and you just do it. You just get the feedback. You get the support. You get the the dopamine rush of feeling like, you know, other people are celebrating what you're doing. And you're just burning children, right? You're just setting fire to the village. And But, hey, your fellow soldiers are clapping you on the back. So you're like, I must be engaged in a war here. No, you're engaged in a massacre. You are psychopaths that are on a war path against people that – are not fighting you and are not trying to destroy you. We're just trying to live our lives. We're just trying to go about our business. We're just desperate to have some semblance of say in the in the course of this country. And against us is this massive mob who knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or by some unknown compulsion is engaged in this massacre, this genocide, this holocaust against normal people that are just trying to live our lives. We're going to return to that. But It's like, to me, this just embodies everything that's wrong with this conflict in our country. It's just their fantasy. They're tilting at swastikas. Good news and some bad news on multiple fronts. The good news is Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus are still 50% off. The bad news is they're very close to selling out. And by Monday of next week, and I'm cutting this ad on January 5th, 2023, we're going to have to go back to full price. Then about a week after that, they'll be sold out. So that's good news. You can still get the products. It's bad news because they're about to be sold out because they're also some of our best-selling products. When we don't have them, we can't fund the operation. So it is a real conundrum, but that's just where we're at. I want to thank all the listeners for your ongoing support. But if you want vitamin mineral fusion, it's so incredible for your immune system and your whole body and DNA Force Plus that helps your telomeres last longer and cleans out your mitochondria and so much more, you can get them both exclusively. Top of the line supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Still 50% off until this coming Monday. They're going to be sold out for months and months. Thanks for all your support. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. Your phone, your phone calls in just a second. But again, I really just want to get across this idea. And I don't know how we, I don't know, I mean, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to fight against this, right? We're very clear about what we want. Our arguments are not complicated. They're not hiding our actual intent. And that really is the vision of the Democrats, right? Is that, you know, when we're like, hey, we don't want schools forcibly transitioning 
children in different genders or, you know, facilitating that or hiding that from the parents. You know, what they hear is like, we hate gay people. And, and we want a, a fascist Christian government to, to kill all the gays. It's just like – so we never made that argument. We don't make these arguments. They make these arguments and then argue against it. And we're sitting here like that's not – what are you talking – like just what are you talking about? But they convinced themselves of this illusion and then they fight it. And the problem is that the illusion is, is on top of us. <laughs> so they're fighting us. They're finding the people they are just trying to live their lives. They're just trying – just want things to be normal. That's all we want. It's all we have. We don't wake up in the morning and go, whose life will we destroy now? We don't revel in the power that we have to destroy somebody's career over a tweet. Like that's you people. You people are psychopaths, and you project your psycho- psychopathy onto us to say, well, it's both – well, we're both, do- we're both engaged in this. No, no. We're not engaged in your illusionary crusade. We're trying to confront the real world that we can't do, but the problems that are real can't be solved because you people are constantly causing more problems with your psychopathic tilting at windmills, right? Fighting things that don't exist. Engage in this fantasy war against real people who you have made unreal through your fantasy. It's, it's wild and it's pervasive. It's throughout the left it's it's how they exist so i want to go back to this clip again this is jamie kilstein on rogan talking about what it was like to be in this mob to wake up every day and revel in the destruction that you're bringing to your fellow american citizens feeling like you're a good person for doing that so let's go back to uh jamie kilstein on on joe rogan again he just said you know both right and left do this Mm, no they don't Mm, no no we don't we're just the victims in this. this is i mean literally it's just like like a like a Nazi waking up and being like being like wow we were I was just I would wake up every day and just just put Jews in up but you know we do it on both sides I mean the Jews did it to, and it's like no that what like what are you talking no they didn't they never did that you're the Nazi you're the you're the psychopath you're or the tyrant that's just you so even now even after he's outside the cold he's still justifying it see he was forced to leave the cold he didn't wake up he was shaken awake by, by having this eye of Sauron death beam turned against him. So he was, he was forced to, he was forcibly kicked out of the cult, right? That's what we're dealing with here. A true believer that has simply been forced out of his cult. So let's go back to Jamie Kilstein. Um, it's just like kind of just people who are sad who just live like in their box, which I was like one of them, right? That's why I think this is such an important conversation because, because you've kind of stepped away from it and you see it for what it is. I think people don't realize it when they're caught up in the swirl of it, the momentum of it, that it's almost like a natural human behavior pattern. It's very tribal. Yeah. Well, it's tribal and it's um, physically addictive. Um, You know, like – I've like gone back and forth with like drinking and and not drinking and pot and, and and not smoking pot and I can tell you that the thing I was addicted to the most was Twitter. It was refreshing Twitter. It was like you literally get dopamine hits from that. Yeah. Like I remember when I first tried to get off Twitter, I like I was fighting with some fucking stranger uh in my living room on Twitter and I was like, "You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go take a walk. I don't need uh I don't need to be involved in this guy's life." I closed it and before I even knew it, I'm like walking in the park fighting with some other guy on my fucking <laughs> phone and I'm like it follows you. Right. I say this a lot on my right, channel. We can take it down. Twitter is the uh, again, the, the, this video is uh, too lazy to try is the name of uh, uh this content creator who, who put together uh, these videos and uh if we can scoot a little forward to the 26 
22 time spot. We'll, we'll pick it up again, 26 minutes, 22 seconds. Because again, they, the people in power have weaponized this. They're perfectly aware of the dopamine addiction that these people are hooked on. They're aware that they're using very sophisticated psychological imperatives to keep people in their cult, to weaponize you know, this concept. That's why you, know, you have artificial boosting. As revealed in the first Twitter files drop from Elon Musk, they had ways of artificially promoting certain people and downgrading others. They artificially promote those people because then those people get that dopamine rush. They get that feedback loop. They get more indoctrinated into this cult. But again, who do they think they're fighting against? They are convinced they're fighting against Nazis, fascists, people that would imprison them for the way they think. They're not. They're fighting against regular Americans that are just sick of their tax dollars being stolen and given to people who have never contributed anything to America. They're sick of just normal people who are sick of endless wars overseas for no particular reason, who are sick of their schools being – persistently undermined by the drive for so-called equity or equality that does nothing but damage and and hinder the students it's supposed to be serving they're just normal people that just want to be left alone that just want things to be like they were when they grew up where people were friendly and you could trust the, the the government so they thought you know just not to live in a chaotic hateful tyrannical world that you people are building so again they you got to understand it's this force of it really is a mob mentality. It really is just like just like orcs. They, they don't know why they're fighting. They don't know who they're serving. They just know it feels good to go out and destroy the enemy, and so that's what they do. But here's another story that highlights this from September of, of last year in a Swedish newspaper. It says, the nerd anger that fools us into defending Amazon, which again I think is, from, is, is you know, indicative of who these people are says, from the left comes a franchise. From the right comes a guy who is cursed. Two weeks ago, it says, HBO kicked off its Game of Thrones sequel, uh, prequel, House of Dragons. Disney continued to pump out its Marvel multiverse with the series She-Hulk in the movie Black Panther 2. 20 years after Peter Jackson's latest saga about the Ring films, we now have uh, Return to Middle-Earth. And they talk about how, essentially, they are mad because they are forced, they think, to defend Amazon. And they go after Nerd Roddick, who is a, was, a, was a guest on this program, one of my favorite YouTubers. They say Nerd Roddick is a middle-aged man with a long beard, taped glasses, and about exactly the size of bags under his eyes. One expects a man who thinks too much about intersectional feminism to have. Every other day, he posts one or two videos with titles such as Ring of Power Cringe and Batman Woke Batman Cancelled and She-Hulk is an Abomination. Nerd Roddick has renamed Marvel Cynical... Uh, cinematic universe abbreviated mcu to mcu and his strongest argument against the ring of powers it seems to be invented fan fiction and just that uh, and that uh, sauron looks too guilt- guilty but you know the point of all this is embodied in the in the title of it nerd erotic people like it myself included we would love to see good movies we would love to watch a marvel movie and say wow that had some great action some great drama it was intelligent it was creative it was clever i came out of it really you know feeling change you know movies have the power to change we would love to be satisfied with the modern media landscape but it's terrible but it's all terrible but all of it is awful and so we say that and these people think that they're fighting some sort of cultural crusade against 
people who just hate these because there are women and black people in them and, and we hate women and black people. It's just you people have a fantasy. We're just reflecting reality. We're just responding in real time to what is happening in the world, whether it's politically or in the entertainment industry. We just talk about, hey, this movie sucked and let's try to figure out why. Hey, this you know trend in movies is – deplorable and let's talk about why and then these people come to the rescue of these massive corporations they come to the rescue of amazon and disney they do the bidding of their corporate overlords without even realizing it without knowing why this person doesn't know why she's defending amazon she's writing an article complaining about how she's defending amazon you don't have to do that you can wake up you can join us you can recognize that we're right about the way things are going So again, these people put themselves in this mindset. They put themselves in this cult. They put themselves in this mob. They carry out the bidding of their corporate masters, willingly or unwillingly, and then they blame us. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us through Mother Nature incredible compounds that will supercharge our body stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I've already spent too long on this, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to your phone calls in one minute, literally. But let me just end with this final statement. Just, again, to, to cap this off, put the cherry on top of the mind control sun, uh, Sunday that they're wolfing down on a continual basis. And that's really what this is, and, and I think this proves it, right? So they talk about how people like Nerdrotic uh, – complain about the terrible things that are being created the awful things that are being created all the movies that are completely failing and nobody likes and then they complain about them and then the the feminist the you know indoctrinated left winger sees it as incumbent on them they see it as a obligation of theirs to combat this for some reason and they don't even know why They're, they don't like the show either 
but they feel the need to defend it because they're mind controlled. Like it really is. I don't know if this is a phenomenon that's just happening or if people are just sort of shaking their head and going, I'm in a cult before closing their eyes and and going right back into the cult. I, I don't know what's happening here, but she says this. Progressive in a nerd rage. Suddenly, as a progressive, you find yourself in a nerd rage of your own. Uh, tricked into defending slave-driving companies like Amazon, celebrating mediocre TV series as the most groundbreaking feminism seen since Judith Butler's gender trouble. This is despite the fact it would actually be more woke if the dwarves were allowed to have their authentic beards and the girl girl can talk about the female wrath all she wants. There won't be a female statement until – feminist statement until Disney's horny executives dare to release a female Hulk who's as ugly as terrifying as her cousin. So again, she thinks she's being tricked into defending Amazon. She calls him a slave driver, right? Now I'm being tricked into defending the slave driver. I'm being tricked into defending this, this show as being feminist despite the fact it's not feminist at all and just is weaponizing and, and turning our own ideology against us. But I have to. It's like – so you're, you're an orc. You are a robot. You are an unthinking automaton who is doing the bidding of people who despise you, of the billionaires you think that you oppose. You are doing their bidding. You are carrying out their will, and you know it, and you recognize it. And then you blame the normal people that are noticing this and call them the bad people. So again, the left is this monolithic, ruthless mob that will destroy you heartlessly, that will mercilessly eviscerate you and destroy your entire livelihood and your business and they'll get you fired and they'll uh, get you banned off the internet and they do it thinking that they're good despite knowing the whole time that they're serving the interest of the billionaire class that they supposedly hate i don't know how you wake people up who simultaneously recognize they're in a cult and stay in that cult who simultaneously realize and recognize that what they're doing has no purpose and is simply for their own selfish gratification and yet they continue doing that thing this is a choice that you people have to make to stop being part of the mob to stop being willfully mind controlled by people who despise you it's so simple just say no just think for yourself it literally is that simple when you see a movie movie that sucks call it out and say it sucks don't sub uh, submerge your own beliefs and your own feeling in the fabricated milieu of the the uh, forced zeitgeist from the mainstream media just wake up free yourself from your mind control masters and join us in the light we would love to have you here not on the other side desperately trying to destroy us for simply not being terrible people it's as simple as that we go out to your phone calls now. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Down and Out is back in stock, the powerful sleep support formula. That is 40% off right now as it is uh, back in stock. That probably won't last too long. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, 50% off. That will not last long. That sale will end today at some point. Could just be minutes away. So go now to InfoWarsStore.com to stock up on Vitamin Mineral Fusion. And, of course, Real Red Pill Plus is still in stock. It is still 50% off for the time being. That sale likely to end today as well. Real Red Pill Plus, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. With that, we go out to the phone calls. David in Texas It's called in about the debate we had yesterday about JFK. I'll tell you, David, it was the first debate I'd moderated, and boy, were there a lot of times I wanted to interject and, and, and get in on the conversation. I resisted. Yeah. I played my role, but uh, I know a lot of our audience felt that way as well. What do you want to say about the debate last night? Oh, well, you know, I wanted to point out George Bush's role in um, in the Kennedy assassination. And, you know, there was a document that was uh, released by J. Edgar Hoover uh, a week after the assassination, assassination titled uh, Assassination of John F. Kennedy, in which he expressed concerns that uh, uh, the assassination is going to embolden, uh, embolden uh, anti-Castro Cubans. 
Mm-hmm. And so he says that uh, he furnished this information orally to uh, George Bush of the CIA. Right. Now, that identifies him as the go-to guy that the director of the FBI, um, that's who he goes to in, in the CIA to talk about anti-Castro Cubans. So you have to assume that George Bush is at the top of the food chain for uh, anti-Castro Cuban, uh, you know, monitoring in in the CIA. Yeah. Um, so that ties into uh, what H.R. Haldeman called, uh, said was code for the Kennedy assassination, um, that whole Bay of Pigs thing, uh, mm-hmm. quote, that, that Nixon said. So he was in charge of that whole Bay of Pigs thing, uh, probably. Uh, he probably named it because it was called Operation Zapata. And, which is uh, the name of his company, his oil company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, which yeah. is based just off of the uh, on an island that was just, you know, that was fairly close to uh, the Bay of Pigs. So, yeah, you're exactly right. And, and uh, in addition to that, George Bush was, in fact, in Dallas uh, at the time of the assassination when asked years later – if he remembers where he was when he heard about the Kennedy assassination, he said, no, I, yeah, I just don't remember. You were in Dallas. You were in Dallas. You watched it happen live. How do you not remember that? But it, it's a lie. It's you a were lie, of course. telling the guy to pull the trigger when it yeah. happened. Yeah. You were, you were, you know, with your CIA earpiece, you know, hearing the countdown occur. You don't you remember. Flashing, and, uh, you know, that, flashing little signals with a mirror to get people to flip out. Yeah, and and the <laughs> um, and the you know the other thing is that, of course, you know we've we covered it extensively with uh, you know the Eagle Two program and the fact that Kennedy being uh, taken out allowed LBJ to be in office, and that's you know he gave the approval of the CIA to start the alternative uh, money making scheme, which was the drug running, which led to around Contra. We've talked about all this in George. H.W. Uh, Bush was central in that. And of course, the interesting thing is at the time, the excuse was that must be a different George Bush. Oh, that wasn't me. I wasn't in the CIA. Yeah. That must have been a different George Bush at the CIA. What a coincidence. And then later it was like, no, but you were at the CIA. And they're like, oh, that's right. Yes, I was actually. So, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, that starts off with the lie saying, actually, that wasn't me. That must have been somebody else. And then when it's revealed that yeah. it is him, they sort of forget all the implications that that means, that they admit that it was him. Thanks so much for the call, David. I do want to get to uh, somebody else. But, yeah, very good stuff. Let's go to Greg in North Carolina. You want to talk about the vax and how to prepare for what's to come. Greg, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Harrison. I uh, love your show. I want to plug a couple of products real quick. Um, I really like the Alpha Power and the uh, Turbo Force. And my wife likes the Diet Force. And also... The T-shirts and the stickers are a good way to get people's attention and doing the good for the site. You check it out. But as far as thanks, uh, sir. yes, sir. As far as the uh, the vaccines, I don't think they can hide it much longer. And I don't know if you you probably remember the uh, the simulation or whatever they ran with a worldwide um, takedown of the internet. I think mm-hmm. that might be coming next. I would not be surprised, and I wouldn't be surprised if. It came about because of uh, Ukraine. They blamed it on Russia, try to get us deeper into that war. I, I think you are right. And, of course, we've seen a lot of headlines. We covered this last week, the fact that they are now into, into you know, plan C of the lockstep document. Remember, it went you know, better together, lockstep, and now we're in whatever they call hack attack or something similar. And, and we see a lot of headlines that are signaling to you know, the philanthropists, si- signaling to their fellow billionaires uh, that we've moved into a decentralized form of influence. So we're all going to have to uh, you know, 
work to move it forward. So, you know, we are defeating their programs one by one, but that doesn't mean they're going to give up and it doesn't mean that they're going to uh, surrender to, you know, nationalism anytime soon. They're just going to alter their tactics and, you know, progress even faster. Thank you for that call, Greg. Let's go to Ken in Chicago. You want to talk about the CNN death count, the COVID death count. Yeah. Remember they had that ticker, the ticker constantly running, the fear porn ticker to just, you know, make you think that, it's as worse as it could possibly be uh, without explaining that the reason that the death count was so high because they did things like send infected people into nursing homes. That's beside the point. Uh, thanks for calling in. Ken, you're on the air. Yes, I was uh, thinking that uh, CNN used to have the number posted on the screen for months with the COVID death cases and also uh, the cases of COVID that people had that they didn't die from. And I was thinking that your show and Owen's show and Alex's show could post daily on the screen the number of deaths and injuries caused by the vaccine and keep this up there uh, for months. And that way you can also put links where this information comes from. And instead of on uh, Monday mornings, we're talking about how horrible the Chicago Bears are. We could talk about how horrible this vax thing is and what it's doing to people. And where do we get this information from, whether it's from Senator Johnson or from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or the FDA or wherever it comes yeah, from. Yeah, it's it's not a bad idea. It would be, t- you know, we should have multiple tickers. We should have one about the vaccine deaths. We should have another for like illegal immigrants since that would be ticking up, you know, every couple seconds you'd see it again. Maybe we need to work on that. I'll get the crew on it. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now.